Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. Before I dive into this episode, I just want to honor Ryan Ta, his life, his story, his spirit, his family, his community, and all his friends. Ryan was 24 years old, just like me, and he passed away on October 23rd, 2021. I'm just very thankful, Ryan, to have the opportunity to have moved and danced alongside you, to have shared space with you, to witness you make huge waves in various communities at Cal. I love you so much, man, and may you rest in power. All right, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Small Worlds Podcast. It has been a long, a very, very long minute since we've been here, and I am with a very special guest today, one of my best friends from college, my sister. I love her so much. Today on the podcast, we have Lillian Poon, a.k.a. Lils. Lils, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone, this is Lillian. I am super, super excited to finally have this chance to sit down with Yanni the Great (laughs) and go through this dialogue that he and I normally kind of do in our day-to-day and it's really, really cool to see that this can be a creative outlet for the both of us. So I'm really excited to be here. For sure, no, I really appreciate it. Also, Lil's is from the Bay Area, so I just gotta put that fact down and recorded for everyone to yes, hear. Yes, we love the East Bay. We do love the East Bay, <laughs> Lil. So as tradition on the podcast, I do invite every guest member to share their favorite Mac Miller moment, song, anything that that you have in your vault in terms of your relationship to anything Mac Miller. I would probably say Circles. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I won't have the best answer. Um, But I think that music sometimes speaks to you when you don't really expect it. And then it just kind of brings out a side of you and it it doesn't come to words. But I think that song is the one that I would choose. Damn. Thank you so much for saying that, because I think I might have prefaced this on one of the first podcasts, but I got introduced to Mac Miller or he found He kind of found me through Mm. that album release of, of Circles. Um, which is also a great song on the album too. But I really like how you're opening opening us up with this idea uh, of receiving, right? The best music kind of just surprises you. And I Mm -hmm. think the best things also come to us when we're not looking for it, which has been a through line through a lot of the episodes here, a lot of the content that we produce together. So today I'm inviting Lils here because one, she's amazing. Two, she has so much insight. I might let her just run the podcast. And three, we just have, I think, a lot of collective thoughts and feelings to share with the world. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. Yanni, I love all of our conversations. I know. So you all get to eavesdrop a little bit on on what we talk about. So initially, we were going to do one direction of things, but... Me and Lils just got some Thai food and I was like, wait, we're going to shift directions here. And that direction 
is leaning toward what I'm sort of hearing is this main character moment. This is a new term for me, but I've kind of heard it through, you know, social media, through my friends. People be saying, hey, I'm in my main character moment. And I've witnessed Lil's, I think, experience that super recently. Actually, recently, but ever since postgrad too. So to open up this main character moment podcast, Lils, can you just define what that means for us in your in your own experience? Yeah, I love this concept of main character moment. And I don't know exactly where it originated from, but I think that it came to me when I went through a really hard breakup in 2019. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, it felt like the world was also going through it because that is when Ariana Grande's Thank You Next album came out. Oh my God, And Facts. And the same time, that movie someone great that movie was a movie i really connected with um as somebody who went through a breakup and then also rediscovering myself in a time that i was graduating so lots of big shifts were happening yeah and i think that was my first main character moment when i was like wow i am feeling all types of things and then from that i found there was a lot of beauty in that like Mm. understanding that hey what i'm going through now is just one part of my life and that the next part may be very well the best part of my life Mm. and i won't know that because that's the end of this chapter or that's the end of this episode right and to that same degree i was really diving into like literature media and and art that helped me understand that i think a moment that really stood out to me was january of 2020 i was about to start my first full-time job after graduating and Still recovering one year later, admittedly, over my 2019 breakup, mm-hmm. I told myself, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to buy Hulu just for a month. <laughs> I'm going to buy Hulu for a month because I knew, I knew that there was the show How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And I had just known from the tidbits I had watched that How I Met Your Mother had like one really cool like lesson after every single episode. Okay. And I was like, I really need to watch this so that. I can know that at the end of this episode, there's something better in the next one. Mm. And that's what I did. I binged watched that show for one month. And that's really when I felt main character. Like I even mm-hmm. took to writing about it because I was like, wow, this moment, I guess I vibed with Ted in the way that, you know, you feel all these emotions. But then the next episode or next season is like when you meet someone awesome or you meet yourself or you meet experiences and opportunities that you never would have imagined Mm. so to me my main character moment came about when i was at the lowest of my lows yeah wow there's a lot so thank you first and foremost to kind of piece everything when i like what i'm hearing here is well let's start with what you ended with right being at one of your lowest peaks probably also as you mentioned maybe still recovering from um, some pain and throughout this one year as well, all these lessons that you foresee and are receptive to. I love this metaphor of how I met your mother. I've actually never really seen it. So it's, but now I'm like very enthused because I have a shared Hulu account. But just this idea that what seemed to have drawn you in is is knowing that there is this lesson at the end of every episode and how it seems like you use that as a metaphor in terms of the chapters in your life 
Yes. How you move forward. A very, from my end, it's it's very optimistic. It's very real. And it's very present, too, because I think especially when it comes to trauma and pain and and transitions, the hardest part is, is letting go a lot of the time. Absolutely. And, and like, what does it mean to let go of thoughts and emotions? And what does it also mean to to keep like great great memories and great moments and and to appreciate those. And to be able to delineate between those two could be tough for a lot of people. And I don't think there's a blanket answer per se in terms of how to do so. But yeah, I mean, this main character moment, what I think, I think just blossoming. That's what I think when someone's like they're having a main character moment. That it was cool to hear that while you had this main character moment, it seemed as if the world was mirroring that along your side. And oftentimes... I was telling Lils while we were eating, she asked me like, what's one thing outside of looks that I think you kind of take into consideration when you're you're falling for someone? And one thing I said was just like, what's very important for me are the people that surround the people, the person I'm interested in. And sometimes great people surround themselves with terrible things. And sometimes you're in a place where you're so present and you're in a main character moment where you're like, I don't have time to be around people who are great, but don't have that main character energy to know that they shouldn't be with such toxic people sometimes or toxic environments. So that's something that just made me really think about that. And I want to hear a little bit more about this main character-ness as well. How do you feel like right now in this moment, like this past week, how, what's just one way that's been showing up for you if you feel like in this past week or maybe like as of recently you're tapped into your Lil's main character like what does that look like oh that is so funny to me because <laughs> I think that it was the only week in this month that I had felt it let's go and it was just like the weird timing of life I had ended something that was really meaningful to me mm. It just because life and, you know, timing is never lining up. And, and I don't say this with just relationships, but in life in general, whether you're ending an opportunity, you're ending, you know, a chapter and, you know, moving on to something new. Yeah. It is bittersweet. And then you're met with a lot of sadness a lot of times. And it was in that sadness this week that I was reconnected with someone, something from my past. And even although it was so short and brief, it felt like the universe was literally reaching out and being like hey this is me from the past this meant a lot to you at one point yeah and you made made it through that and so now here you are now in the future or in the present sorry and you're going through something that's challenging and hard and it was there to remind me that you've gone through this and you can like get better things get better yeah so I don't want to go into the details of that. <laughs> you don't have to. But I think that, you know, it was really bittersweet. Like, I literally stopped to myself and I was like, wow, the timing of life is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I This is so, this is such a coincidence. So as I was saying early on in the podcast that we were going to go in one direction. And so initially, one of the questions from that initial direction we were going to oh, go wow. into, you kind of answered. So I'm just going to say it. But I don't, if you want to elaborate more, but in terms of, you know, the episodes we produce, we're like, this is the 24th episode. I don't really plan on making these episodes with trying to tell people how to live their life. 
It's like, this is how we've lived our lives. And if people can connect with that, that's beautiful. Because oftentimes people think they're struggling through this, these things alone, right? So yeah, no, it is wisdom. But I love the approach this takes. So the question I was actually going to ask you in the original game plan had to do about revisiting like life lessons, which is such a big concept. Oh, wow, that's a good one. So when I think about what I've titled all the episodes here and what I've talked about, I don't, I always, I think I said this on one of the episodes that these aren't things that people haven't thought of before. Like they're, they're, they're not new things. They're not necessarily profound. And what I'm doing and what you made me realize with this question that I'm going to ask is about like revisiting life lessons because I think examples could be like, just say no and set your boundaries or I should just you know, I should be better at like prioritizing my time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, when we go through our teenage years and then college years and post-grad, we always have those moments where we revisit the same thing. But it's as if there's this sense of like newity, like it's like what, but it's like deeper. So what I was hearing was a response to what I'll ask. And that is like out of all your vault of like life lessons, recently, which one has resurfaced and, and has been a lesson that you felt like you were forced to kind of relearn again through the flow of like the world? You know, you're like the universe yeah. led me to this. So I know yeah. you're talking about that a little bit, but if you want to expand a little bit as well, yeah, feel free to. absolutely. I love that question. <laughs> I think there are two things I kind of want to talk about in that response, yeah. though, because you mentioned it's like we know it. It's that we're revisiting it, right? Yeah. And that reminds me of something that I've um, thought about lately and I've been seeing a lot in my self-reflection and that's sometimes growth is doing is going backwards but doing it differently. And so that is one of the quotes that I've kind of Hmm. bounced here and there from um, my exploration and I've seen and it's really stuck with me. But your question has really reminded me of that. So that's my first piece. Thank you. Um, The second piece though, I would say... The biggest lesson that I've really found my way back to again mm. is this idea of there's beauty in this unfinished sentence or there's beauty in not knowing what's going to happen in that next chapter. And I think it goes full circle to what I was talking about earlier with this main character moment, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's just like you're watching a show that is focused on like one person's life and you go through their like you know, experiences ups and downs with them, you're also excited, right? To know, well, how does that sentence finish? How does that Mm -hmm. episode close? Or how does that chapter close? And sometimes there's like a level of understanding that we may not know all the answers and we won't. And that's that's the beauty, beauty of life is that we won't know at this moment what tomorrow brings. But that also helps me understand to to ground myself in the present and to really allow myself to be that main character because then I'm like, hey, how am I feeling right now? And how can I experience that in its entirety and authentically without, you know, being nervous of what tomorrow will bring? And I think, so that's the biggest lesson is that there's really this beauty of the unfinished sentence and there's beauty in the unknown. Wow. I got chills when you first said that because I was like, whoa, this is good. And I've heard like iterations of the concept. But to hear it explicitly like that was really beautiful. And I think that goes into what I've talked about previously on another episode about silence, right? To, to 
be comfortable with things being unfinished. I think folks always have the urgency, and I think it's a capitalist framework, to fill voids Mm -hmm. and to feel like they can't move on with their lives without getting like closure or knowing like why something happened. And like you said, there's always going to be more questions and we're not going to know anything. So an invitation again for us to just be present, which is what I said, like I admire a lot about you, that you're one of the most present people I've ever met. (laughs) So thank you. That was such a gift. And, you know, to build more on on this topic of the main character. (laughs) Keep it coming. Main character Lil's moment. So we were talking about this while we are eating food. And it was deep because, you know, Lil's is like a boss. And I also live by myself. And I'm trying to tap into the main character moment as well. Yanni's always the main character. Don't (laughs) get it twisted. Yanni is always the main character. Oh, my God. So Lil's brought up this this phrase, and it was when you're in the main character moment, it's the phrase is the capacity to love and the capacity to give. And I think when I started this podcast, I moved into a small apartment and lived by myself. I've been living by myself for like over a year now, like over a year and a half. And I was just like, yeah, I'm so used to like the whole agenda of the day just being about me in a very self-fulfilling way. And when thinking about relationships and maybe like love and romance, when you're in such a main character mode, I was learning from Lil's and reflecting on like, how do you like integrate a person back into your life when Mm -hmm. you're so used to like being the main character? Yeah. Right. And I think I was telling her, you know, in my past relationships, and I think something I've always been subconsciously attracted to for some reason are, are going to like, I think girls who need help and by that not necessarily from like a patriarchal sense but more from like i think i usually give more to people in my life than i often get back and i felt like a lot of girls who threw themselves at me knew that i could give more and that they didn't have the capacity to give to me so i was just like damn i don't ever i don't want to be in a position like that anymore i want someone to like take care of me whether it's like romantic or platonic. So thinking about, I think we're both in this place where we're just like owning ourselves and working on growing that, right? And I think as people who are lovers too, <laughs> we're always talking about um, partnerships as well. So so if you could break down what you think too, like in, in a main character moment, as, as, you, as we both continue to, to explore dating in this world, what does that look like to to work towards having capacity to love and to give to, to folks in our lives. Because I know, I was going to say Lil's has a story, but she could share as much as she wants about <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, yes. So that's also why I decided to talk about this. <laughs> yes. Do you have a story? <laughs> Always have stories. Please, please ask about all my stories. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Exactly that. It, it, what you said about having this struggle when you're so focused on yourself and you're so focused mm. on giving to yourself and, and developing as a person, you almost come into this habit of focusing literally on, you know, how are you going to build yourself up and how are you going to like continue growing? But when other people come into your journey and they're like, hey, yeah, I can help you. I right. can help you grow and I can help you grow in these ways because this, this and this. It's really uncomfortable. That experience of being like, okay, right. 
I was very comfortable being in my grind and focused on becoming a better person. But now there's someone that wants to offer love and offer this opportunity for me to co-grow with them. Yeah. We don't know how to accept it, to be honest. That sometimes we're just like, I don't feel comfortable with that. And I personally went through that this last three months. Mm. And I will say it was a weaker moment of mine. But I do think it was in largely due to how I have become so independent and focused on what I bring to my own life Mm -hmm. that I just really didn't know how to accept love from someone else that was willing to give it. So there's two things, right? There's this idea of how to learn to love. And I think that I've spent a lot of time trying to learn that aspect. But I didn't realize until recently that I really no longer knew how to receive love. Yeah. And that realization, you know, it came a little late, but I also believe in the timing of life. So I'm thankful for, you know, that opportunity to, to really check myself if if you will and and say hey why am i so closed off to good things Mm. that people are willing to offer and bring and how can i get to a place that allows me to be open again facts so that that's kind of how i see like this idea of capacity of love it's like you know you have the capacity of love but how will you show up when someone also has that same capacity or some other version of capacity of love that they're willing to share are you willing to accept it, yeah. right? And so I've struggled with that a little bit and, and I'm trying to find my way back to being open again because my mantra is always vulnerability equals strength, right? And that's the thing mm. that I live and die for, I live and die with. But I had gotten so comfortable in my vulnerability in yeah. myself that I didn't recognize or I didn't really capitalize on the strength that it brought when others wanted to come into my life and bring bring something. Yeah. No, thank you. There's there's so much balance. I think that's the main word I think about too, because I think especially with us, I still feels like we're we're recent post grads. This sense to like I'm just working on myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm self care, love, you know, self love, all of that. And even in that direction, I feel like love is always needed somewhere else in our life. And I think very similarly, I relate in the sense that. I've practiced so hard on like how to like show up and give love to people. Mm-hmm. And then alongside balance, it's like, but when that happens, it's, it's like, how do we learn to trust people when we're so independent? Right. Right. And how do you practice that when you're like, just your main character and you're like, <laughs> nah, like no one joined me. Like I can handle this. I got my own stuff Yeah. too. And so it's oh, like everything you're saying is like a circle literally from the song that even in your your toughest moments not quickly but you already know that something great is coming back to revisit or to relearn and it kind of makes me think about this last piece to one of the last questions we'll have just for today it's about timing so knowing that maybe you mentioned you have learned the lesson of like receiving love a little later but mm-hmm. also understanding like the universe meant for this to happen and maybe the universe meant for me to learn this at this moment. I think timing is a big thing. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised maybe like if I was in a similar position in any relationship, I'd be like, dang, I wish I learned this a little earlier. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure everyone has right? gone through that, right? Exactly. It's frustrating. So, you know, this is a concept that I 
I just think about a lot because I think it's applicable throughout everyone's lifetime, but it's about um, the capacity of having our pe people in our life, whether they're friends, romantic partners, what have you. And the last question is, how do you know in terms of timing if you, one, should keep people around, in other words, if it's a call to be patient, mm -hmm. and vice versa, how do you know if there's a call just to like let it go and let someone go and cut someone off? And I know it's like a broad term mm -hmm. or broad ideology. I'm not pointing to any specific experience. But I'm curious like how you'd answer that, however you will. Yeah, I think that a lot of us struggle with timing. And for, excuse my French, but literally there's this quote that I see all the time and it's timing's a bitch. And it completely <laughs> is. Like no timing is always, you know, the way that you want it. And it is a valid, you know, problem that we run into but how i've differentiated the two yeah. you're asking me how do i decide like is this person worth it do i yeah. wait for them am yes. i patient or do i let them go sometimes honestly yanni it's a blend of the two yes i'm happy you said that yeah it's a blend of the two and it took me a long time to accept that you know for one or reason or another the timing just didn't work out for me an ex person or something like that but then what's really, really helped me understand and move past that is having empathy for their journey. Mm. And it goes full circle into main character, <laughs> main character moment because it was an empathy in understanding they are their main character. Mm. And you are your main character as you should be. And sometimes you enter someone's life maybe not as someone that might be permanent. Mm -hmm. You enter that person's life because maybe you brought a lesson that they really needed to hear, right? Mm -hmm. And then you leave because that's just how the journey was meant to go. And if your journeys continue to cross paths like sometime later in the future, then that's the beauty of life and that's the beauty of the universe. But to really release that need to control that outcome yeah. has really helped me move past attaching myself to things that have been overdue. Mm. And this idea of having empathy for another person's journey is really what enabled me to get into that mindset because I understood that whatever this person brings to me today, what I see, what version I see of them is accumulation of all of their past experiences, right? Yes. All yes. of their traumas, all of their victories, all of their wins and losses and all the people that they've encountered in their journey. And to expect that you have a permanent place in that journey is it's beyond us. We can't control that. And what we can do is thank this person for what they brought to us in mm -hmm. that time that we've shared, but also release and accept that maybe we might meet again. Mm -hmm. And so when you say, how do you know if you should let go or hold on? Honestly, it's a mix of the two because I don't think you really ever let go in your heart of people oh. who have, you know, come in and, and made a big impact. But you let go of an expectation. You let go of the outcome. Go. And so you release that, but the impact they have stays with you. And so if you guys cross mm. paths again, then that's that's how it's supposed to be. And that's the beauty of the universe <laughs> as wild as it is. <laughs> Damn. You articulated that way better than I could ever do. And thank you. Like, thank you so much. A phrase I've been using a lot recently is yes and. 
because the way I frame that question is like, or this, right? Mm -hmm. So even with main character moments is maybe this is like where we can transition out to, to think that off the surface, it just sounds very isolating and just very like you and me and just very straightforward and just like, I got this. I'm gonna mm -hmm. carry my own weight. And it's an invitation for me, you know, to think about too, I still want to be my main, we're all our main characters, but how can we be our main characters and continue working as like collective members of like this damn place we live in, you yeah. know? How can we still be a good friend? How do we have capacity to show up for folks while also honoring everything that we like love about ourselves too? And I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about that after a, a lot of what you've been saying too. Yeah, ex exactly that. And, and I know we're close to the end of this podcast, but one thing that I think is a cyclical lesson that I've learned from yeah. understanding this idea of main character is that there's so much empathy behind that concept right. because you are your main character, but you learning that and you respecting that for others as well mm -hmm. is really what makes this self journey, the self discovery really meaningful. And I think it brings a lot more value to our lives and to the collective, like you've said. Yeah, no, empathy, I'm taking note of that. If you're listening to this, y'all should take note of that too. <laughs> it's very obvious that Lil's knows how to show love to people. Like that one piece you said, no matter like what a person gives to you, you understand it's a culmination, summation of just like all their past experiences, all their past traumas. And I say this to folks too, even though people may like lash out and do terrible things, that does not justify like the pain. But with empathy too, it's just like you understand. And like the way you articulated that response, I'm like, this is why we're friends. I'm like, Lil's <laughs> just understands everyone too. And I know Aww, that's super sweet. you have told me like a bunch of like dates you've been on to people. And one thing I appreciate, hopefully I can say this, is that um, you're just very direct in, in letting people, you honor people's time. You know, whether it's just like, this date was cool, I had fun, but I'd rather just be friends. Or this date was cool, or maybe this date wasn't cool, and we just don't <laughs> need... I think the world just needs more of that, because as we mentioned already, time is so important, you know? And that's also a gift to them to continue to not have to wait on you or anyone else to continue the next chapter in their main character journey. Yes, um, full circle, Yanni, I know. full circle. Look at all of this. I know, the circle is the motif for today. Yeah. Have you heard of the song, The Motive is the Melody? No. Or The Motive Used to Be the Melody? By who? By Sango. Really? Oh, wait, I love Sango. And Xavier Omo. Oh, wait, I think, yes, I think, okay, I'm going to listen to that after. No, I know those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that song is really about like it's a song written to a person that they have yet to meet Ooh. which in and of itself is a main character moment it's like when am i gonna bump into that special person right right but also it's that whole idea of like the unfinished sentence like we've talked about it's like we don't know yeah and that's the beauty of it wait that's deep i'm yeah. seeing that like come into fruition now mm -hmm. like the like what you just said the unfinished sentence like means so much more five seconds ago when you, you just used that example <laughs> Compared to, it was already meaningful when you first said it, but now it has more depth. It makes me also think of the song Dear No One by Tori Kelly. Oh, yeah. Because she's just like, yes. you know, she's writing the love letter, but she's like so put together and yeah. she's ready. She's, she's ready, ready to, to give. give. Yes, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm give. talking about. See, um, and it's hard because timing is a, exactly that. It's are you ready to give and is that person ready to receive? Yeah. So it is this 
it's just so complicated and yeah. i think that it's so special that we get to unpack these concepts together this is dope yeah and i'm so so happy that we get to share this in a creative way yeah no that hits home because like yeah maybe the last thing is just i always say i hate the objective there's no objective truth so you can even have the right people with all the right qualities and all the right looks and all the right interests and values but at the end of the day like there's something bigger than any main character and that's timing and that's the world and that's the environment and like you said that's it's the, bigger that, than us it's bigger than <laughs> us like the world and timing will be our unfinished sentence yeah too so wow and i know we're a little tight on time but this is the first of like a million yes. episodes <laughs> you're gonna be on oh my god i feel like we this went by so quickly it went by so quickly because this is <laughs> what you and i jive off of i on know coffee and we just talk and talk and talk exactly but thank you so much Lils, for being on the podcast before we close out is there any shout outs or plugs or handles you want to share with folks sure i that's an interesting question i guess i would really like to shout out some instagrams that i followed that helped yes. me in my self-discovery and journey let's do it um one is we're not really strangers okay. i <laughs> i'm sure anyone who's following yanni has known that is a very very meaningful game that mm-hmm. really opens up a line of questioning that brings us closer to ourselves and not just ourselves but the best version mm-hmm. um so that one i would suggest you guys look that up this happy page that page has brought me some level of grounding and i've gotten to to see really meaningful and poetic things on there that's helped me in my journey so i would suggest those two my one of my favorite instagram accounts i would highly suggest anyone visit follow you know tag listen to is the millennial therapist that one has been transformative in my self journey Thank you so much. Well, I well I am following them already, but you all should follow those, and we're gonna continue this conversation very soon. Very excited. Very, Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So thanks again for tuning in. We're hoping to roll out more episodes because we're back on it, and I've just been waiting to get more friends back on the podcast because I didn't want it, even though I'm my main character. I didn't he want living his life, y'all. <laughs> I did not want to just have another, you know just monotone or monologue, I guess, podcast when I can bring such amazing people like those to share the space with me. I'm super thankful for this opportunity. I feel so blessed to be invited. I'm excited for any other, uh, any future conversations we have. For sure. Likewise, likewise. So thanks y'all for tuning in. This is the Small Worlds Podcast. My name is Yanni. And this is Lillian. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.